episode four, Fan Club. Ah, you better be good. Oh, Daniel O'Donnell. Paid 30 quid for the privilege. I'm surprised you put our names down. I know you've never liked his music. They needed to fill up the coach, didn't they? And it was either this or playing Scrabble with Harold. Well, when you put it like that. Did you bring any humbugs or mint imperials like you said? Aye, they're in my handbag. Oh, I am glad. Not keen on popcorn. It gets stuck in my plate. Neither am I at £5 a piece. Went to London once and Cheeky Blighters charged me that just for a gin and tonic. Harold had a pasta box, also a fiver. They don't know how to be economical down in South. Could not agree more. Ever since them yuppies showed up in the 80s, money seemingly grown on trees. Remember that Harry Enfield sketch? Which one? Loads of money. That's the one. <laughs> he had the right idea. Beat them at their own game. Hey, we could do the same, Mavis. Oh, are we going to do that, Betty? Refuse to buy an interval drink. That'll show up. Oh, you rebel, I love it. Unless it's a G&T. We'll probably need one of those after hearing Pretty Little Girl from Omar. OK. Agreed. <coughs> I wonder how long this will last for. Well, Edith thought we'd be home by 11-ish, which means the show should finish about 10. Oh, that, that's quite late, isn't it? I say it could go on until midnight for all I care. I know what I'm going on to. Oh, I bet Harold doesn't snore as much as our Frank. Is he quite a deep sleeper, then? Oh, dreadfully. Last night, when I woke up for comfort break, there he was, snoring away, completely oblivious to the fact that we have neighbours and the like. I think if we were any louder, people would mistake him for a foghorn. He's just like William Shatner out of Star Trek. Never shuts up. Didn't know you were a Star Trek fan, Mavis. Not by choice. Frank got the box set last Christmas. Boxing Day, the only voice I heard by my own was Leonard Nimoy's. they're going to open the doors soon. I think Gladys is going to thaw out if she stands around any longer. <laughs> I assume you mean our chairman. I know she liked the film about the women stripping off for that charity calendar, but I'll be in a box before anyone sees me naked in front of a sunflower. Oh, what about Harold? Never that adventurous. Closest we ever got to naturism was taking a stroll down Blackpool Beach in our t-shirt and shorts. Didn't even have a swim. Did you get up the tower at least? Yeah, but on a technicality. Well, what was it? He did that and I'd buy him a chip of tea. Men, always wanting something. Frank's as bad. Go on. One time, we went out for a Chinese for our anniversary. I thought it would be a nice change from our usual take on the poultry diet. But my Frank just took one look at those chopsticks and then he stormed out. Well, not before shouting at Mr Chang for not using the right cutlery for meal times. Sounds like a diplomatic nightmare. Are you telling me? Ladies and gentlemen, doors will soon open for tonight's performance of Daniel O'Donnell Live. Right, that's our cue. Come on. Cueing was created and written by Robin Popley. Theme tune also written by Robin Popley. Queuing stars Alex Ashurst as Betty and Angela Whitmore as Mavis. Guest appearance Robin Popley. Recorded at Aspect Studios. Produced by Andy Gursky and Robin Popley. <laughs> <laughs>